0: Could this be love? It's. <laughs> <I don't laughs> Sorry, know. just a go. Uh,
1: it's in my head. I just. It's I in my head it. too. But I like. I can hum it. Yeah, I know. Uh,
0: Simple lyrics.
1: I think you did. The, I think you did the Marley man justice. Yes. Iggy Pop. Amen. What a rat I'm a fucking idiot. Red meat. We crave sustenance. I'm an artist. Hello, my name is Jimmy. Tommy? It's fun to have some fun. Fun! Fun! Tommy? That's no, a K thing. Whoever she is, I'm gonna find her and I'm gonna hurt her.
0: I've spent the past three years learning Finnish! <laughs> <laughs> I'm always home, am I cool? This is a process of dehumanization. Shut, 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 shut up!
1: God, I love that intro. Hi everyone and welcome again to this week's edition of the PSI Love Hoffman podcast. Our love letter to the remarkable career of the late, great Philip Seymour Hoffman. I'm Brian Rodriguez. And I'm Kyle Reinfried. We're always home, we're always uncool, and we're always ready to talk great movies. And today we'll be talking about a little dandy called Joey Breaker.
0: Ah, Joey breaking my balls. (laughs) Yeah, this film, tough one.
1: Yeah, hard one to find, actually.
0: Very hard one to find. Where'd you have to get this from?
1: Amazon, actually, and yeah, I didn't think it was going to come in because they like, were DHLing it, and I couldn't find uh, the DH- tracking number. my least favorite of the shipping. <laughs> of the big three. Oh, or is it f-
0: rank them. Rank them now. Rank them now. <laughs> this <laughs> is what it's becoming. Uh, uh, we've got, hey, we've got a good friend that works for UPS. Yes. I'll, I'll put UPS, USPS, FedEx,
1: DHL. Oh, FedEx, third. they're probably going to lose your next package.
0: Yeah, well, they crashed a plane <laughs> in a <laughs> film. <laughs> In a, oh, film. That's what In a film. In a film. Sorry. In a film. I was
1: like, "What? When? I didn't hear about this." Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this was the first film we actually had to watch together.
0: Yeah, and it went better than I thought. I thought we were gonna be
1: like chatting the whole time. Yeah. I mean, hey,
0: we started this podcast because we chat all the time. So,
1: <laughs> well, and normally, for the record, we just watch the film separately because we kind of want like an organic experience here. But I got the VHS. He had the VCR. Yeah. It was a match made in heaven.
0: It was a, uh, what do you call that, a good old kiss met.
1: Yeah, a meet-cute. There's oh. actually a meet-cute in this film, and we'll go over that later. Oh, such a good
0: meet-cute.
1: <laughs> so before we get into the nitty-gritty of Joey Breaker and talk about the film, we do have some business to handle and some fun.
0: I Well, I like fun. Business? What kind of business are we talking here?
1: Just want to give a shout-out to one of our friends and a, a fan of ours and a pretty talented actor, I think. Our friend John Harden. Ah, um,
0: uh, John Harden. I love good John Haden. He's a good, uh, good man. Good Boston Catholic. He does not talk with a uh, JFK <laughs> No, accent. he does
1: not talk. And I don't think he's from Boston, but he is from Massachusetts. Right. He's a Massachusetts man. Ah. Um, and he did a little uh, correction for us.
0: Oh, I love being corrected. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I <laughs> guess. No, actually, we do. So, uh, any corrections ever? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hit us
1: up on Facebook. Uh, I guess on the a previous podcast we called the Bechtel test, or me, probably me. The, the Beechel test or something. Um, it is important that we correct that. That is somebody's last name. So.
0: Oh, okay. It
1: is Bechtel test. For some reason, we were keeping the D silent.
0: Well, someone argued that keeping the D silent is what the Bechtel test is all about. <laughs> <laughs>
1: actually, actually, scratch what I just said. We were keeping the D silent on purpose so that we could for once listen to what the other letters had to say. And you know what, Kyle? They didn't just talk about lipstick. They didn't just talk about scrunchies. Mm. They didn't just talk about their boyfriends. They actually had something to say.
0: Yeah. Hey, th- this was a pretty progressive film, but uh, you know what? Thank you for giving us the proper tools for combating the patriarchy. Yes, there. Mr.
1: Thank-, thank you, John Harden.
0: John Hardon. <laughs> okay. Okay. Far, no, in all honesty, thank you, thank you, yeah.
1: <laughs> in all honesty, thank you for the the correction there. Yes, 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 uh, yes. We're always open to criticism, like Kyle said, and that goes for anyone. If you have anything you want to tell us, just hit us up. You know how to hit us up. Uh, Facebook. Mm email yes and who knows you might you might get a shout out on the show like john
0: yes thank you
1: so now for a little bit of fun
0: oh we, i forgot to response because <laughs> i just had fun with the business <laughs>
1: the that's what you do kyle you mix business and pleasure they say you shouldn't do
0: that it's it's a good smoothie <laughs> you just toss it in the blender you see what happens So you know what sometimes you shouldn't sometimes you we should. do
1: we do mix business and pleasure in this yes. podcast and i hope you guys enjoy it hmm so so now for just the the pleasure parts, mm. <laughs> the pleasure. Wow, we're getting too on this. There's d, some pleasure parts in this
0: movie with some sexy sacks, but later on we'll talk. Discuss <laughs> yeah, that. yeah. But okay, fun, 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 fun. So
1: I asked you, Kyle, before we watched the oh, film, yes. I'm so prepare, excited. Yes, yes, yes What yes, are your favorite films? Like now, this film's called Joey Breaker. It's yes. his first name and last name. Uh, the, Great the, name. The, a title role, exactly. Joey Breaker. So yes. I asked you, what are your top five favorite films that are like that? To be clear, I said. Rocky does not count. Yes, there are but Rocky Balboa would. Ah, uh, Donnie Brasco counts. Yes, what's Eating Gilbert Grape would not. I see. So just strictly you first got name literally last name.
0: First and last could there? Yes. I don't. I don't know if there's any films that have a middle name, but that would be allowed as well. Hmm.
1: Yeah. I guess, I suppose so. Yes. So okay. full name. So not But I don't have. Any. Name, I'm just yeah, I didn't name. think about that. Um. So I have. I have five. I'm sure you have five, right? Did you come up with five? <laughs>
0: Five, I have more than five. Okay, okay. Can hey, I have hey, some hey. honorable mentions? Is that for, I, I will say my favorite five.
1: Say your five. Let me say the five, and then throw. If I don't have those honorable mentions, just throw them in.
0: Fantastic! I love this. <laughs> okay, so, okay. So what's your five, Kyle? Is it is this like a speed round, or I can just like say it, say it, in, say it and, say and mention why? All right, this you, is quickly. not. This is not in order. Oh, like, oh it's no, not no, like a, no, 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 no! Yeah. It's just yeah, okay, this not in like order. My top five: Billy Madison. Oh, that's a good Come one. Come on, what a great. I mean, hey, 90s film, right? 90s film, yeah, I like this. And just, uh, you know, it's Billy Madison. Uh, there's nothing else that I have to say besides Billy Madison. Now on to one of my favorite films of all time, Ed Wood. Ed Wood. What a great movie. Your favorite Tim general. Burton film? Yes, hands down, easily. Wow. Easily. Wow. It's one of the best films about production, like the world of production. Showbiz film, yeah. yeah. showbiz, there you go. Uh, next one, uh, Forrest Gump.
1: Oh I did, wow that's one I forgot too.
0: Farscump I mean, one best, best best picture. Uh and then January. we've got I hope you count this cuz it's technically a self-given name, Indiana Jones.
1: That that does count. Cuz yes. he he's what Henry
0: Jones Jr. But and he talks to the name of the dog.
1: It's first name last name, it's his full name, it's what people refer to him as. It's a okay. Jr. It's not like, (laughs) thanks, it's not like Joseph Breaker is the film, Uh so so Indiana Jones is acceptable and a great one. Great. Wait a minute, Hmm. is there any film that is just called Indiana Jones?
0: Oh, fuck.
1: Oh! (laughs) You might have to swap in one of your alternates here, because Uh... you just broke the rules.
0: Oh, I did. What happened? You named a
1: franchise, but... (laughs) Yeah,
0: nope, yeah, you caught (laughs) me. Mr.
1: Movie Fails.
0: Yeah, now I just have to, I'm like looking at her. Okay, well, was that your fifth? Uh, no, my fifth was a new franchise, But so I think the first one counts, but now the second one wouldn't count because it's like chapter two, but John Wick.
1: John Wick, awesome. yeah. Awesome, have you seen it? I've seen John Wick, the first one, not okay. the second one yet.
0: Second one's great, can't wait for the third. That'll but, make our friends at our right. Keanu Club happy. So I'm going to, I I have some others... And I'll name
1: your one alternate. My one alternate? And, my then, one and then alternate. let me name my list, please. Okay, okay.
0: I'll <laughs> go with a film, another franchise, Jack Reacher.
1: Jack Reacher, okay. Kind of similar to John Tom Cruise, Rick, right? Yeah. Classic.
0: Fair, fair. And there is another Tom Cruise, uh, another Tom Cruise full name movie
1: that you'll name in your.
0: No, I think you name it. Right? Oh, okay. oh, sorry. I forgot. <laughs> no, no, I'm, there is another Tom Cruise full name movie. Hey, I'll, I'll see if you. Yeah, don't steal. Don't okay, steal. I'm not, Don't try to steal. I'm don't saying. use your alternates until I've yeah, got let me it. see if my alternates cross over.
1: I do have that one, FYI. All right, Brian. Just... Five. So, first one I thought Amy of. five. Annie right Hall. Now. Okay, I did. Annie, oh, Annie Hall. Annie Hall, one of my favorite films. Do you like Woody Hall? Allen? I, I'm a big Woody Allen fan of, as a filmmaker. We can discuss personal oh, okay, life later. Yeah. But yes, Annie Hall, classic.
0: Mm. Uh, Barton Fink. Ooh, I love your director choices so far.
1: <laughs> uh, and then the one you were just alluding to, Jerry Maguire. All right. Which is kind of similar to... Oh, yeah. oh, it's got some... Uh, Joey Breaker, yeah. Agent, and we can discuss agent that. Films. Agent films. yes. The, the small genre Film, of like, agent films. Like, talent agent, not, yeah, like, talent not agent.
0: secret agent. Oh, yeah. James Bond. Different... Is there no James Bond? though. Yeah, exactly. That would have been the same that mistake would have been Indiana as Indiana Jones. Is, yeah. yeah, as Indiana Jones. I love mistakes. <laughs> Edward
1: Scissorhands. Ooh, not Tim your favorite Tim Burton film. No, but Pee-wee. it's up there. It's but it's it's one of the better. It
0: might be. I think it goes for me than. So Pee-wee. it's
1: only Ed films. Oh, Pee Wee. B-
0: which would be, but isn't. No, there's no, because no, it's not Pee Wee Herman. Oh, good, good point. <laughs> <laughs> Get in the rules. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so bad. At the, I'm So bad. Um, okay, so Tim Burton likes uh title character. Name Ed. Edward. Oh, you were going to say, I thought you were going to say other, oh, is
1: Pee-wee third. I'm, I have a soft spot for Big Fish.
0: No, Pee- Pee- Pee-wee's my second.
1: Second, okay.
0: And then Edward. Edward Scissorhands, and then Big Fish, probably.
1: No Beetlejuice in there? Not a fan? Um, then, no. No, uh... I
0: like, no, I like it, and I like the first Batman, but there's just something... Oh, true, Batman. There's just something very, I don't know, to, like... Uh, yeah, no, yeah they're, we, just, they're just not. They might be in my top five, but those are my top three. Fair, fair. Okay, I'm sorry, so continue then with your number list. Number five, Billy Elliot. <laughs> Uplifting. Is he, Are you a fan now because you found out you're part Irish or something? Is he Irish or is he English? Never saw it. <laughs> Never saw it. Never mind. I think he's Irish. Okay. Hearing... Now you got me confused. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. So, All can, right, I, tell Ky- can Kyle, I tell you something? Kyle, you are allowed to say your alternates. No, so, none of those are my alternates.
1: Wow. Well, Jerry Maguire... As you mentioned. Oh, but but, I just oh, knew that, but that wasn't one of my Oh, okay, arguments. fair. So what are your alternates? So excited right now. <laughs> okay. I've awoken the dragon here.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Simon Birch. <laughs> oh, Simon Birch. Aw.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was a silly film. Okay. Uh, okay. Classic Good. Barry Lyndon.
1: Barry Lyndon classic.
0: Aaron Brockovich. Oh, Aaron Brockovich. Mm-hmm. Damn it, I wanted Aaron Brockovich.
1: That would've been a good one, Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes.
0: I'll go with. I'll, I'll go with. Can uh, I have an
1: alternate that I didn't say? I just thought yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Clayton.
0: Ooh. All right, I've got two more. Okay. They're silly. Okay, fine, fine. I like silly. Corky Romano. Oh,
1: Corky Romano. <laughs> you always. I love uh, Rocky Road. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Peter Berg.
1: <laughs> Peter Berg, one of Kyle's favorite directors.
0: He, yeah, yeah, he's a great guy. And I'm going to go with an animated classic right here. Animated classic, okay. uh, Rover Dangerfield.
1: Rover Dangerfield. (laughs) Wow, pulling that out of the bag. Right? I don't think I've seen... I've seen definitely trailers for River Dangerfield. I don't think I ever committed to watching River Dangerfield. As a Dan Farrar,
0: if you're listening, one time after a party like we had, we were hungover, and the next morning we spent just watching River Dangerfield. <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> that's like the same era like as like, a troll in Central Park. Yeah, right? like, that yeah, kind yeah. Of, I like... love that animation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Love it.
0: <laughs> that was fun.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's a... Uh... Good idea.
0: <laughs> high five.
1: We just get a high five because we're in the same you heard room that. today. <laughs> so, um, I guess back to Joey Breaker, then. I know every... Uh, well, we at least try to mention like how the critics reviewed this film. Mm-hmm. And we usually look at the Rotten Tomatoes. Not enough critics saw this film, apparently, because there's no Rotten Tomatoes rating f- from fans or critics. And I guess you could understand why. I don't even know if it was... I mean, it was released on regular VHS, because all the copies seem to appear to be... I mean, if we're looking at this copy now, it's a like a preview copy, which is
0: it? I'm going a screening to save right? this movie. You know, are, I'm not. We'll talk about it in the end our overall views of it, but it's not that great, and it's by, I think, a one and done director, and, I think this was kind of just swept under the rug. It seems like it. It seems I, like, it. And, and like again, we'll discuss later how
1: we think about the film. But well, it's like, not that not, great. There are worse films out there that oh, get yeah, that yeah, get yeah, released yeah. on just, DVD with special that, editions. It's just in
0: that time, like, it didn't have, um, you know, a big lead actor, didn't have a director to it. It just, I mean, you know, the 90s, they were pumping out, like, that's when they really started, like, pumping out a lot of movies, I feel like, more and more. And it just, you know...
1: For whatever reason, this one was locked in the vault and only screening copies. Hey, but we got to see to it. Available. That's ha- I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad, but so our critique is one of the only critiques you'll probably ever hear of this film. So, Kyle, what is Joey Breaker about?
0: Yeah, so Joey Breaker is the story of a talent agent who is focused on his career and not much else. But through some new relationships, especially with a lovely Jamaican waitress named Sion.
1: Sion, I think that's how it's mm-hmm. pronounced in the film
0: and uh, Joey's outlook through that new love relationship begins to change,
1: right? That pretty much pretty much sums it up there.
0: Yeah. Okay, thank you.
1: So, it's the star of this film is uh, Richard Edson. That's yeah, 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 Richard Edson. And it's Edson. a face that you've seen. It's a face that you've definitely seen. I know I recognized him as the garage attendant in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Mm-hmm. And he has that, oh, I, I oh, it's the tip of my tongue is lying. He says something along, you know, uh, yeah, camera, a, uh, Ferris says the camera, like, oh, you can trust. He's like, you can trust me. I'm a professional. Or something along those lines.
0: Yeah. Well, even before that, like, he's like, do you speak English? He's like, okay, oh, yeah. yeah, this is this is America. Yeah. What
1: do you think? This is mm. America. <laughs> <laughs> and he just looks in that film. Looks pretty yeah. sleazy. So that's yeah. That's one. That's one. I I recognize the face from Platoon. He's. I mean, there's a lot oh, of. Oh yeah.
0: Okay. Platoon. Yeah. I forgot about that.
1: And. For some reason, I recognized him mostly from Starsky and Hutch. Ah, he's a drug dealer. Who, a movie like, we've referenced. Yeah, we have. <laughs> he's a drug dealer who wins like uh, the auction for that car. That yeah, that's like
0: spawns like, scheme at the end. Yeah, put the drugs in the cars.
1: Yeah, but he he's been in other stuff, right?
0: I mean, all right. This I've is definitely seen cool. this guy. This I've is pretty seen cool. This guy. This guy original drummer for Sonic Youth. Wow. He was like for like two, three years. Wow, really? Isn't that awesome? No. Yeah. It's the same guy? It's on Wikipedia. Someone, could, I guess someone could lie. No, I read it a couple places, so it's true. That's crazy. Yeah. And uh, he's also in Do The Right Thing. Awesome. Another awesome. Oh, 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 oh. Is Do The Right Thing, that's the 90s, right? That's yeah. not late 80s. No, it's not. It's like early, it's like early 90s. It's yeah, the same I think era, probably. It might be 90 or 91, yeah. And um, yeah, he's... Uh, John Turturro's brother, brother uh, Danny Aiello's, uh, Aiello's son. Yep, yep, yep. Wow. And but the okay, so this he's the lead in this film. The only other film, I mean, he's definitely he is the lead character. He is the title character. Yeah. So, but the only other film he was really the lead in was the cult classic, Stranger Than Paradise. Jim Jarmusch.
1: Oh, okay. Can yeah, I, I haven't show seen you that Jarmusch?
0: Let's start connecting the dots here. All Please right, Jim do. Jarmusch. I
1: always like when you do that.
0: Yeah, Jim Jarmusch, director. Of you know uh, Richard Edson, who also worked with Amos Poe, of course, who produced this film. Oh, he's a, oh yeah yeah he's a producer. of this. And one. obviously the tying theme through every single one of these episodes, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes, who is in our first our podcast. first podcast episode of Triple Bogey on, on a, a par, par five, five hole directed by Amos Poe.
1: Wow, right. right? So we're assuming that that, community. that's kind of and it's a New, York, New York film, as most of them have been so far. Mm-hmm. And I guess we're assuming here that, like, that's how Philip Seymour Hoffman got the role.
0: Yeah, that's a pretty, I mean, pretty solid guess. Yeah, like, you know, Amos Pope probably knew him, worked with him before, and it's like,
1: yeah. you know, this guy's awesome, which he is.
0: <laughs> I mean, this movie was also directed by... Stephen Starr. Stephen Starr, who was an agent. So also that's a little... That's an interesting story here. Well, yeah. So... He, he was an agent and this is the only film he directed and you know it's not that great but it's a movie about an agent it it seems like it's largely based on his life i would i wonder if seen. it's about autobi- if he met a nice jamaican waitress well i don't know about
1: that part <laughs> but it just seems like it it's it's a showbiz mm-hmm. comedy so it's like the behind the scenes and i think he wanted to capture that yeah. um and what you were alluding to earlier i guess he he must not have felt like he did that great of a job and or someone did not and it's kind of stepped on the rug and he never tried again. You know? Yeah, I or mean... maybe never got given the opportunity. Maybe one, Yeah. But I mean, back to Richard Edson, it's like I don't necessarily... Like, hey, he hasn't starred in too many things. I haven't seen that Jaramouche film. I don't necessarily think it's his fault that this movie didn't
0: do well. No, it's not. I mean, ultimately, it comes down to a lot of times directing and writing. I mean, something, you know, ed- editing can save a movie... But I think with this, it probably just wasn't that strong. I mean, the, the writing's not bad, so I number one thing I'll put it on is directing. And that's just also from my assumption because it was a first-time, only-time only director.
1: Yeah. Hmm. I guess he didn't pick up much from his clients. <laughs> no. Nah. So this is a meteor Philip Seymour Hoffman role that we're used to seeing so far. Yeah,
0: pretty much this and Scent of a Woman were his biggest, but this is the first time, well, I guess you could say he had a payoff in, you know, he had a character arc or a payoff in Sent of a Woman, Yeah, I would but say this that. one he really does because, spoiler alert, at the end of the film, he takes the reins from Joey Breaker and becomes... Yeah, and,
1: and, and we'll get into that, but yeah. he's definitely, like, one of the top characters in this film. Yeah. He doesn't really have... Well, there's a lot, you know, there's a lot of characters in this film. There's a lot of um,
0: it's Yeah, it's 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 kind of an ensemble. Thing. It is an
1: ensemble, but he definitely plays a good role here, a good early role for yeah, Philip ha- Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, so, I mean, a, that was a plus out of watching this. And has
0: a nice payoff. And then after that, I guess the next lead would be... Uh, well, she's definitely a lead over Philip Zimmer Hoffman, right? Oh, yes. Okay, I'm sorry. She is. And that would be... I, I'll feel bad pronouncing it, mis- mispronouncing it. Sadella?
1: Sadella Marley, I think that's her name.
0: Uh, Every time I Bob hear... Bob Marley's daughter. Yes, I'm sorry. To be very clear. Important. Yeah, and so, I don't know if she runs the estate, how it works, but they definitely use their uh, fair share of Bob Marley songs, or was it even just the one song? Again, that... Could this be love? I don't and know. R- and renditions of it. Yeah. Sexy sex.
1: They, there's a bunch of, like, uh, Jamaican riffs, though. I don't know if they're well, Bob there's Marley There's a very
0: riff. heavy Jamaican vibe? Well,
1: of course, I mean... In this uh, film,
0: they constantly hang out at, the, what was the name of the restaurant? Uh, Mineolas. Mineolas. And and, and
1: and we'll bring it there, definitely. Mm-hmm. But Cedilla Marley, for, she she was mostly a musician, I believe. She was in like their family group, the Melody Makers, Ziggy Marley, and all like, her yeah. siblings. So, I haven't seen her in too many films. So, okay. you, already you have two people i mean richard edson he's a veteran but he's not so much a lead yeah you have her who i had not seen in a lot of films
0: did she get the role because they wanted to use bob marley's music
1: (laughs) it's possible it really is or it could be the other way around she got the role and they're like oh let's use this opportunity yeah hey whatever works but considering now that now that you mentioned think about considering i'm sure the jamaican uh Arc was written in before they cast her. Yeah, they're like, wouldn't it be awesome to have Bob Marley songs in a J- with a Jamaican arc here?
0: Yeah, well, the character of Joey Breaker is always supposed to be like out of his ele- element, and then also not in the beginning. He's not that tolerant of kind of a lot yeah, of things, of course. But I mean, every time I hear uh, Miss Marley talk, uh, it's just beautiful. Yeah, she's honestly not that bad. Yeah. I'm
1: like, um, um, and then, like you were mentioning, Joey, though... You
0: don't want me to do my accent, do you?
1: What? I mean, you You didn't can like it before.
0: Want. I did it during the film. You didn't like it.
1: You can, but if if you want to do the accent, okay. I just don't think it's the best... Everything's gonna be airy. Oh. <laughs> See, <laughs> I don't think it's the best Jamaican accent. I think there's some twists of I think I, I think
0: it's it's up there with uh, Brad Pitts and Micho Black. is like, no, sister, I'd be on holiday.
1: <laughs> that's fair. That's fair, I guess. You're just skipping uh, a... <laughs> I feel like you just skip letters in there, and then it's a Jamaican accent. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> um, so, if, guys, if you think Kyle has a good accent, let us know. If, if you him. do not...
0: Be as mean as you want. Yeah.
1: In fact, if you do not think he has a good accent, I prefer you let us know. <laughs> that would keep me more entertained. <laughs> so, anyway, Joey is uh, racist, you would say? he's uh, Yeah, he's
0: racist. He's homophobic.
1: Homophobic. Um, it's... it's Pretty blunt here. It's pretty like in your face.
0: But as for as much as he is as that character, like in like he's like squirmy about it and like physically uncomfortable in those situations. This movie again is pretty progressive for the time. Like again, this is nineteen ninety three. When when did the movie Philadelphia come out? Before like before... yeah. I
1: mean, what Kyle's alluding to is that there is like an AIDS arc in here. Yeah. Um, which is. You know, incredible and interesting, and it's actually handled pretty well. Um, I mean, I guess let's go through the film then. Let's what, what happens here.
0: Yeah. So right away, beginning of the film, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes. In the yes, office. Of I'm Joey. so
1: happy about this. When you just whenever we get Philip Seymour Hoffman at the beginning. Yeah. And throughout, which is what you get here. And throughout, popping yeah. in from time to time. I was
0: hoping that was what was going to happen last week with Leap of Faith. But because we did get him in the beginning, yeah, and then it was just kind of mellow, not not existing throughout the film. But in this film, we get a good dosage of uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, and this this movie does a pretty good like world building between the office and showing New York.
1: Yeah, and like you are mentioning, it just we see right away into this, this agent's tale, and and what's Philip Seymour Hoffman's name? Wiley.
0: Yeah, great name. Wiley McCall.
1: Wiley McCall, yeah. So Wiley McCall, as you mentioned, is uh, Joey Breaker's assistant. Yeah, he's
0: his assistant. And we meet him and Joey Breaker. And Joey is interviewing slash talking to a new kid that's going to be working in the mailroom. And we just kind of get, like, a vibe for... The uh, for their world, he's like agents are like priests. You hear everything inside these walls. That <laughs> gives these like little quips, and then he's on the phone with uh, a bit role by uh, soprano actor
1: Michael Imperioli. Michael Imperioli, yeah,
0: yeah. And he's I guess a a college student. Yeah, he's an NYU sh- student that wrote a script.
1: That wrote a script that like it's supposed to be really great.
0: Yeah. So this is just one of Joey's many. I guess he does. He he's more. TV and film, right? It seems like
1: that, but yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because there are other people in the office. Someone does more plays, and I think there's someone who does more music.
0: Yeah, so after that phone call with Michael Imperioli, uh, Joey's boss tells him, you're going to have to take this on with Jenny. She's played by Gina Gershon. Oh, yeah. She's in, uh, I don't know, just a lot of things. She's from Face Off. Yeah, Face Off. What's that? What's the...
1: Cage Club fan fans will like that one. Yeah,
0: oh yes, very true.
1: So we have a Keanu Club reference and a Cage Club reference.
0: Wonderful. And uh, So he has to work with her character's name is Jenny, and you see Joey's not happy about this, he definitely works better. Yeah, she's or, another
1: agent in the firm.
0: Yeah, and he definitely prefers to work alone, or at least with just Wiley as his assistant. And then we meet this other agent, Esther, as you said, so she does more plays at
1: Theater, seems to be a theater agent. Yeah, theater. Yeah.
0: theater. And I don't know. It's just—it's kind of weird. This movie definitely just hops around and doesn't give many explanations. Which, which, honestly, that's okay if you do it right. Yeah. We,
1: we there is a plot. We get to the plot right away, but it's for lack of a better word, weak. Like-
0: yeah. Sure. No. We definitely. Well, through these, we we see what kind of character Joey is, and so this the next scene is important because. Esther brings him to this apartment, and we meet this character. His name is Arthur, and we don't know exactly who Arthur is at first. We're assuming just a... I mean, he's definitely... He's a friend of Esther's.
1: Yeah, he's a friend of Esther's.
0: And she's bringing him food, and he's sick,
1: obviously. Yeah, he looks sick, and they arrive in the apartment, Mm -hmm. and Joey instantly notices all this. There's like a book, right, on AIDS and stuff. Yeah, It's pretty clear to the audience and to Joey that this man is suffering... I, I, we're not sure if he's HIV positive or AIDS or, you know, very something.
0: sick. And Joey just looks at it as like, well, he's clearly not a, a druggie, so he must be gay. And I'm not a fan of these people. Yeah, AIDS. Well, and we learned that through this scene. Yeah, you know, and he's, he's and off. he's freaked out, but which, which honestly,
1: is not the craziest opinion of the time. You no. know, obviously, it's a crazy opinion to us, but back then, they really didn't know. About this, which is what were you were saying before, it's like a really bold choice here. This is the early nineties, and they're they're having a an h i v positive character and while yeah, Joey thinks it's weird, we see later that I mean he kind of learns you know not to spoil it, but it it's it's just it's a nice little arc here, yeah, I, I actually like this Arthur thing,
0: yeah, it, I don't like
1: how they handle it later, but I do like where they're mm-hmm. coming from,
0: and then uh. After that we meet we meet Jenny before we just hear her being referred by you know to by the boss but this time she calls Joey I love it she calls him by his full name I, I don't know it's a fun thing in movies yeah, Joey people, Breaker Joey Breaker and then at some <laughs> points he even corrects people and he's like Joey Joey Breaker <laughs> It's like a modern day bond I family.
1: wonder if they would like this I mean I think maybe every uh, writer or director is like, oh, maybe there'll be a sequel.
0: Maybe I could franchise this. maybe like, yeah. <laughs> In today's world, yes. I don't think back then. Now, you know, now Joey Breaker would have, I don't know, he'd become like a super agent or something like that. Franchise. Franchise me, yeah.
1: Well, yeah, and back then they didn't even release the tapes to anyone.
0: <laughs> and, I, I, you know, I, I'll give it to this film. It, it keeps it moving along. Because after that, Joey goes to this restaurant to meet up with Another great name character, hip, but confusing. Hip hop Hank.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I would say that he has a great name. Oh, it's there. a fun, it's a cool, it's a fun it's a fun name. fun name, but the fact but that it's... like say it, he's not a hip hop artist. No, he's a
0: stand up comedian. He's a stand
1: up comedian. He just happens to be black. Yeah. And it's like I feel like I mean, the...
0: he refers to he accepts the name of Hip Hop Hank.
1: Oh, of course, but he's also a character created by I'm assuming like this white man who wrote this film.
0: Sure. <laughs> so it's like
1: he. I don't know. It's like, oh, what's a cool black guy name? Yeah. Oh, hip hop Hank.
0: It could be. It should have been like Joke Jamal.
1: <laughs> Joke Jamal. Yeah, but like that's the kind of like character name that this yeah. guy would think of. But that's well, yeah, still, like, I'm, a, I'm a white guy. That's yeah, but I know you're not seriously thinking <laughs> Joke know. Jamal yeah. is a good name. But I feel like that guy would be like, oh, jokes, damn, that's better. Jamal. Joke, okay, <laughs> Jamal again. No, I mean, look, I, it's not about like his name being Hank. It's just about, I don't know. He's supposed to be like a Def Jam comedian. Yeah. Like especially like that '90s Def Jam style
0: comedian, and uh, yeah, so he goes there and we see a little bit of his uh, Joey's racism because he just goes up to the first he doesn't know what yeah, he goes up to the Angle first black like. high he goes, sees and he just kind of gets uh, shown over by Sion. Uh,
1: right? Yeah, so they're at, they're at Miniolas.
0: Yeah, so this is their first this introduction jo- yeah. to the a very important location, as we said earlier. Uh, very revisited, Miniola's Jamaican restaurant. Yeah,
1: and not to be confused with Miniola, Long Island, it's it's just this, it's weird, because it looks like it's like a house almost. Or... Is it in
0: Brooklyn or Queens?
1: They don't say. But it's not in Manhattan. It can't be in Manhattan. No. <laughs> you know, it's like it has kind of like an outdoor setting, but the movie takes place mostly in Manhattan, so it's a little confusing regardless. Um, we see Mineolas a lot, like you said. So, this is the first time in there he goes up to Hank. Or he go no, he doesn't go up to Hank. He goes up to a random black guy. Yeah.
0: And then he, I think Sion kind of overhears him, right? Yeah. And guides him in the right direction. And so he, so he kind of just starts hitting on her right away. So, he is open to, I guess, uh, <laughs> dating someone uh, outside his whiteness. Exactly. Well, yeah. His, well, he's eth- ethnically questionable, right? I don't, <laughs> yeah, <mean. laughs> I, I don't
1: think in the film, I think he's just. Breaker sounds very Italian? Anglo. Or he, I mean, he, he gives you an Italian vibe. But I don't
0: even know if he's. It, you know what? They I, comment. On, uh, this isn't me commenting. Well, it is me commenting, but it's okay because they mentioned it in the movie His, He's got a. He's got a decent sized schnoz on. Yeah,
1: him. he's got a big nose. This guy, and they mentioned it in the film. Yeah. Um. So Joey Breaker, though, like, if we're gonna like maybe do a. Before film, like a prequel, like but like of a comic or something, or just like I feel like he made up that name Joey Breaker because yeah. it's like a good agent name. Yeah, his 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 name might be Joey. I don't know. Joey breaking deals. <laughs> no, but like he might have like an ethnic name that he changed. to Joey. Breaker. Oh, I see. I see. You know, see. we don't know. Okay. You know, so I I think there's an element of that because have you ever met someone with the last name Breaker? No. <laughs> so it's like yeah. I don't know
0: what that would come from. <laughs> but uh th- and this is where okay, so this is where the kiss met meet cute happens is that so he kinda met Sion, she just like you know, brings him to a seat, but then she pours I thought it was drinks at first, but it was it was soup, right? They yeah. Talk about the soup. I don't know. He's really excited about the he's like, ah, is this is the soup good? <laughs> and he gets a poured on him.
1: Yeah, it's soup, it's soup and she accidentally spills some soup on him. Yeah. S- and he's a guy who's like all about his fancy suits. Fancy
0: yeah, he's a He's Joey Breaker.
1: Yeah, he's Joey Breaker, and he. I don't know what that means. <laughs> what but, that means. but yeah, so so she,
0: gives him the like weight staff, male weight staff, bus boy. Yeah, like, like a
1: busboy outfit, which yeah. doesn't look that weird, but it looks you know he's. Well, it, since
0: we saw him in like a '90s suit, it looks. It's weird
1: supposed to like. be silly. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, he's supposed to be like un- uncomfortable,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then, hip hop. Hank shows up and he even says like, "Oh, I was expecting a suit, like nice threads, yeah, or something like
1: that." <laughs> and Hip Hop Hank is played by that guy. I don't remember his name, but he's in Dexter.
0: Oh yeah, uh, Dobbs Dobbs. Dobbs. He plays. He's Dobbs in Dexter. Yeah. God, I got it should. In the first two seasons. In the first two seasons. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. alert.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think he's a good actor too. Like he he seems to. Oh, he does great in this yeah, movie. Yeah, to... I mean, and his lines aren't always the best, and like but he he really delivers.
0: Yeah, and uh, and Joey's just like just again he's I you know, maybe I'm, I'm starting to like this movie a little bit more and more. He's uh, he's not hip. He says something like, "Ah, that shit is bumping, man." Like he's just really really out of his element and trying well, to be Well, this
1: movie has seeds of a good movie. Yeah. that's just not put together.
0: Yeah. Well, also maybe it does like show a little bit of that, you know, agent's especially Definitely wanting to keep people, but also really trying to sign people when they think they can make money from it. They're, you know, they say anything and of everything. Of course,
1: they're they're sharks.
0: Yeah, I mean, and then after that, we are in person with Jenny, who is another shark. She's 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 tough as nails.
1: Yeah, she she seems like she's a good agent.
0: Mm-hmm. And you know, there's a lot of ex- exposition happening here, but they're meeting up with Michael Imperioli's character Schmoozin and I love it, it right away. Joey Breaker's just like we could get you like half a million for this script half a million for this script and I don't
1: think either of them have read it at that point no <laughs> I think they said
0: they were going to read it and they're just like did you read it did you yeah. read it no <laughs> and then after that scene uh, I mean what they-
1: we we kind of see Joey go through the motions of just the agent's life he kind of has like a little tiff with an actor
0: yeah, this film has very it's like important scene, not so important scene. But important it, scene. it's
1: episodic in nature. Like there's there's certain um, just again a day in the life of an agent.
0: Yeah, so after that they get, I mean they do get to an important scene, and it's Joey has to go to Arthur's by himself. Esther can't go for some reason, and she really guilt him, No one else goes there. To bring Arthur his food, and Joey is clearly uncomfortable there. Arthur calls out the elephant in the room, but then they just Arthur eases him into it. Yeah, they finds, bond over like showbiz. Stuff, yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. He finds something that Joey will be, you know, relatable to
1: and uh, I again this movie has makes a lot of progressive choices here.
0: Yeah and then, well the next scene we find out that, you know, hip hop has a show. Joey brings some people like Esther and uh, and Jenny and Wiley is there. And yes when after the show we find out that hip hop Hank is gay, yeah. Another bold move for this movie, you know, at the time.
1: Yeah, he he has a boyfriend, and um,
0: and they go to Mineola's after Joey, uh, Hank, boyfriend, and then Sion is there working, but she kind of joins them, right? Or was she at the show? I think she was. At she the was show. at the show. Yeah. So it's, yeah, so that's <laughs> a weird thing. She after the show, she goes to the place that she works. That she at. works. I don't
1: know. I guess she likes. I mean, yeah. maybe that's where just all the Jamaicans go.
0: And Joey does something not too cool here. He tells Hip Hop Hank to keep uh, yeah. him being gay on the DL.
1: Yeah, keep keep quiet on the gay thing, and which
0: Hank does not does not like that.
1: No, which again, progressive choices here. Yeah, that wasn't what Joey said was not uncommon in that era.
0: Then again, we go through the motions, but we get. Joey and Sion. we find out. You know, he's 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 definitely into her. And they go to the hospital that she works at, and we find out that that's what she's doing. She's studying. Yes, medicine. she's a waitress
1: and she's also a nurse. Yes, and she's she's studying medicine.
0: And she plans to go back to Jamaica to help out, like I guess her you poor know, t- people in the community. yeah, her ten- yeah, her pe- people from the town she's from. Uh, then the next day, Joey shows up to the office, and Wiley has a message for him. Sion called, and she has an invitation for him to the Halloween party.
1: Is this When does he say rock and roll?
0: When does he say rock and roll? I think it's when they get a deal.
1: Yeah, I just that's his catchphrase in this film. He says it a couple of times. Just, yeah. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. Let's <laughs> play it right
0: now. Oh, rock and
1: roll, Joey. Six. Rock and roll. They want to make an offer.
0: Rock and roll, Joey. Awesome. <laughs> yes, love this man. But he has this uh, message from Sion and it's an invitation to a Halloween party and Joey's like, Oh what a what what do I go as?
1: <laughs> you like, I don't know what to wear. Oh And then, of course, Wiley suggests he uncomfortably it was uncomfortable, I admit it when I saw this, that he goes as a Rasta.
0: Why? Why would you suggest that, you are Hoffman?
1: And he does.
0: And he does. That what a missed joke there. Yeah, it to be that—that again, that's where. If this you're gonna film... do this
1: outrageous thing, and again, I, I, what was I saying when I was watching this movie? I was like, please don't be blackface. Oh please don't God. be blackface. That would have been horrible. Please don't be blackface. That would
0: have been a step back for the progressiveness yes. of this film. Because
1: i do don't—I wouldn't say this is a progressive film, which is surprisingly progressive.
0: Sure, 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 sure. But
1: I was really afraid of that, like a C. Thomas Howell, like black paint on—I mean, on the face. But he just has kind of like the hat and and the fake dreads, mm-hmm. and he goes into this party. But like you were saying, um, missed opportunity for an editing joke here, because he asked Wiley for a suggestion. Should have been
0: the suggestion, and then cut to yeah. Wiley walking. gets excited,
1: and he's gonna say something. You yeah. cut it, and walking in he's Jamaican. You're like,
0: oh my god, no, you did that. Yeah. But
1: instead, we know it, and we're more like saying,
0: we see him like don't do the, that. Yeah, we see him. Yeah, and we see him. Don't the, do that. We see him in the taxi cab, like <laughs> kind of like starting to put it on and stuff like that. And in the taxi ride we definitely see it's a progressive Halloween party where there's, you know, men in Yeah, it might dresses. be even like a
1: gay Halloween party. Yeah. Or, or, uh, like, again, I, li- I like the LGBTQ um, elements of this film for sure. And it's not treated like, they're not treated like, how many movies, like even as much as I love Ace Ventura, like the way that shakes down is very, yeah, like, yeah. homophobic, you know. Yeah. And I, while Joey's homophobic in this film, I would not call this film hom- homophobic at all. Like,
0: no, it's got some great things to it. But the best thing about this movie, and unfortunately, I'd love to say that's Philip Seymour Hoffman. He's close. <laughs> love him saying rock and roll. Best thing about this film. Finally got the to the important part. People, I've I've hinted, I've teased, sexy saxophone. Yes, yes. So sexy so saxophone seen... cover of. Could this be? Love? Yes. <laughs> S-
1: Let's play it. Just to at the mood. Joey's a Rasta. He's at this Halloween party. He sees Sian, who just as a nurse, which is what she is in her day job. So, yeah. a very creative Sian. <laughs> and, she actually loves his costume and somehow it inspires them to have a love scene after this with this sexy, sexy sex. And as I'm talking about this, you know what I'm thinking about? This movie actually mirrors this podcast. Pray tell. I feel like you're like, the rock and roll of this podcast, Ooh. voice-wise, vocally. All right. And I'm like the sexy sax undercurrent, you know? <laughs> I don't like the sound of that. <laughs> and, and then we, we mesh together to make our own personal Joey Breaker. That Jazz fusion. P- and ju- <laughs> and just like nobody will watch Joey Breaker, nobody will probably listen to this episode of the podcast. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's just unrelatable. <laughs> Unfortunately, like, I'm happy Philip Summerhoff got a job and he was paid to do this, and he I guess got to collaborate with people he previously collaborated with, but we might be—we're probably one of the only people who've seen this film in the last ten years.
0: It's a good—it's a good chance. I, over it might randomly oh, play on like TV at some point, that we don't know.
1: It's possible, but over under a hundred people have seen this film yeah. in the last ten years.
0: Oh, oh, here it's a question. Um, hundred people in the last ten years. Yeah uh over <laughs> i don't know I, don't, I really don't know but all right after this scene it, it's again this is where it kind of falls into uh like a what you know like a something happening scene not something happening but this is where so we do get like so you count
1: the sexy sex scene as that, something happening that's
0: something happening or now it changes from good bad good bad now we get into like the yeah, conflict the of the film so, so good Sex sexy, Sexy Yes. Sexy Sax. Sexy Sax. Sexy Sax. Sex, Sexy Sax, Sax, Sexy.
1: Like, you know, the, and this is the era of...
0: Seon, Sexy sex. <laughs>
1: this is the era of, like, the Sexy Sax, though. Yeah. A, a lot of, like, you know, it's like Kenny G.
0: No, it's more like Bill Clinton. <laughs>
1: well, yes, Bill Clinton made Bill, some babies.
0: Bill, making. <laughs> sexy Sax. I can't do a good Bill Clinton. Well a lot of babies. My horrible impressions a lot of babies podcast. were
1: made to Kenny G and, and Bill Clinton's saxophone.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, he was in the he was in the opening credits of the Animaniacs. <laughs> while while, was B- it, while Bill Clinton plays the sax.
1: I, do you really think that it was Bill Clinton's like sax that they sampled nah. there? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but so good. Sexy sax slash sex with Sion. Bad. S- Joey says something, it's not important. But something to offend Jenny, and Jenny steals Michael and Perry. Yeah, well, I mean,
1: I think it's important. Okay, he I'm makes sorry. a sexist remark to her.
0: Yeah, and she says, go fuck yourself.
1: I think he mentions that she, if she's on her period, if she's yeah. upset. And yeah, she says, go fuck himself, and, and moves on, essentially. Yeah, leaves the agency. Leaves the agency, and, and steals. Steals. Steals.
0: Michael Imperial and I guess he must have a really good script, so as much as I th- thought when he goes uh oh, it's worth half a million well this is this is the kind
1: of um things that aren't great about this film um it could be a good script, it could not be a good script. I don't think that it's necessarily ma- like it necessarily matters. I think that they were trying to say that like oh this is the world of agents, there's like a bidding war for a script that nobody has read, yeah, but it doesn't really come across. we just don't know that you yeah. know.
0: So Jenny quits, goes to a different agency, takes Michael Imperioli w- script with her, and sells it to like a British company for like a million dollars—not even half a million. Yeah, so it's like dollars. it's
1: like the war we said this bidding war that yeah. just. And Joey's boss. Jenny wins it.
0: Yeah, and Joey's boss is all pissed off with him, and then Joey meets up with Hip Hop Hank, and he kind of warns him not to get involved with Sion, which makes Joey go talk to Sion. And... Yeah,
1: because Sion's leaving to Jamaica. Yeah, and so it's like.
0: She's like, well, what's this? And she even kind of, like, cuts him. He's, he's already kind of low at this point. And she goes, oh, you know, like, you don't even know yourself. It's, just... and it,
1: it's supposed to be that moment in the movie. You're like, oh, shit, you yeah. know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then Alf- Alfred. <laughs> Arthur dies. Then Arthur dies. Yeah. Ugh. But we don't see the funeral. It's kind of, like, one of these
1: great characters in this movie. Like, you just... Well, again, I liked him and I liked the arc. It just sucks that we don't see the funeral. Like yeah. That would have been a good scene here.
0: And he's all upset after that and then just realizes, no, I want what I want. And he goes to the hospital and some more sexy sacks.
1: Yeah, yeah, we get to hear the sexy, sexy sex, sax.
0: See on Sexy sacks. All that stuff. And then, bad thing again. <laughs> <laughs> see, is there is there is there a theme here? Hip-hop Hank, network wants him to take a blood test. He says no. I guess because, he's really afraid. He served time. Well, supposedly. well, it
1: starts with a good thing, right? Uh-huh. it starts with a good thing. Or hip hop Hank.
0: Yeah, Joey has the good news that he's going to get a TV show.
1: Yeah, so hip hop Hank has been reluctant to sign with mm-hmm. Joey this entire time. And he doesn't know what he's going to get out of this. He's more of an artist than like just a uh, like commercial guy. Mm-hmm. And Joey's trying to convince him to go commercial. Joey gets him this great thing, like you said. It's like a a sketch comedy show, like um like a Mad TV or in Living Color. It's not SNL, but mm-hmm. And, and the contract's really good. I forgot what it gets per episode, but it's awesome. Yeah. But then like you said, the caveat here is they want him to take this blood test and I guess he served time and he's
0: obviously had some unprotected sex and, and yeah. he's worried. He doesn't want to know his own fate, I guess.
1: He doesn't want to know his own fate and he doesn't want other people to know that. Yeah. Um, it's not, even though not he's like he's not he's out amongst his friends. It's just not something he wants to share. Yeah. Which. He, he's a personal guy,
0: and Joey's upset because obviously he already lost money through the Michael Imperioli character. Yeah, this is like Chinese another situation. great deal he's gonna get, and now. But Esther comes in and proposes like a one-man, like a one-man Broadway show. Obviously, not as much money, but it's more up
1: hip-hop Hank's alley.
0: Yeah, exactly. He's that live performer kind of guy. So Joey, hip-hop, and hip-hop's boyfriend go to guess where Miniolas.
1: Miniolas again.
0: And he finds out that Sion left.
1: Yeah, she left without telling him, because wow. that would apparently be easier. A Jamaican-Irish goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we see that a lot in films, right? People leaving without saying anything, but it's not something I feel like happens a lot in real life.
0: I, maybe we're just lucky? I don't know.
1: Maybe, but it's like, oh, it's easier if we don't say anything.
0: Bad thing. So I'm going to give you a big guess. After a bad thing. What do you think happens next? Good thing. Yes, a good thing. The professor that I guess introduced Michael Imperioli's character to Joey calls and said, "Oh, I've got another script uh, that is going to be great. It's going to be just as, like as big of a script as you know Michael Imperioli's." I love that. I don't know his character. <laughs> I just keep calling him Michael Imperioli.
1: <laughs> and I, I bet you your audience is picturing like him on The Sopranos, yeah, <laughs> where he's just,
0: in this movie. It's just more of like a dweebish student. So. Joey just kind of has this aha moment, and he makes Wiley an agent, and goes up to his boss's office and quits the agency.
1: Yeah, he somehow has the power to like appoint his successor without yeah. quitting.
0: But I don't care. I love this though, because this is you know last week, leap of faith. Steve Martin leaves. Oh, we have a little character trait of uh, the you know the leads leaving. <laughs> and I said I would love in my mind that Philip Summer Hoffman takes the reins. In this movie, we know he does. Yeah. Most likely, unless that big honcho boss... <laughs> yeah, he's like a but...
1: It. And he's, he's super stoked about it, so yeah. Like...
0: The boss has that great line, though. And I wonder if our director, like, said this line, or if he was told this line. Agents are forever, stars come and go. And that's relatable, because... What's the director's name?
1: <laughs> Steven Starr. Steven yeah. Starr. You're right, but unfortunately... It, it was too relatable for him because he's long yeah. gone now. Should have stayed as an agent.
0: So Joey uh, quits. He receives a letter slash picture from Sion. Then he flies down to Jamaica, and we get one of those cliche six month later deals.
1: Yeah, but before that even happens, right? He promotes. Isn't doesn't uh, the guy in the mailroom from the beginning? Oh of the yeah, movie nice little uh, become yeah. like the new Philip Zimmerhoffman, Hoffman, yeah, the new exactly. Wiley and then Wiley is in this position We should actually play the Wiley clip. Sounds interesting. Look, I'd like to have our newest agent read it. His name is Wiley, Wiley McCall. I'll have him pick up. Wiley, Dean Milford. Dean Milford, Wiley McCall. Wiley will take it from here now, Dean. Take care. You too, Joey. Hello, Dean. <laughs> I love to read it. I'll have a messenger come over right away. Yes, sir. All right. Bye bye. Serious? Serious. Yes! Woo-hoo!
0: Look, I'm pulling Jeremy out of the mailroom to work your old desk. You like him? I love that guy. Terrific. You're gonna make a great agent.
1: See Kramer at the end of the day. Yeah, uh, He's expecting
0: you. Shall we save the speeches? Make me proud, huh? I'll be back in a while. <sighs> All right. <laughs> yes, taking the reins. Maybe
1: this will just be like a recurring theme with these earlier Philip Zimmer Hoffman films. Like you said, in Leap of Faith and in this one that he just, he we'll wins. Because <laughs>
0: there's quite a few early ones we haven't seen. So yeah. Hopefully. And so now, six months later, down in Jamaica, and, oh, wait, I love this. Phil Summer Hoffman has that hat that he's wearing throughout the film.
1: Yeah, And there's this the little Jamaican hat.
0: kid that's now wearing the hat. I guess that's, like, Joey's thing. He's just like, no, my my uh, <laughs> my protege wears this baseball cap.
1: Yeah, I guess he took the cap from from Wiley.
0: Yeah. Well, he gave him a job. It's only fair that he takes the cap, I guess. I don't
1: know. <laughs> so he, six months later, they're down in Jamaica, and he's kind of started this, like, agency down there, but so... For locals? (laughs) Sion's a nurse, like, in the upstairs of this, like, uh, for lack of a better word.
0: Well, on the bottom floor, it's like a...
1: Yeah, but what would you call it, like a shack? It's not a shack, it's, like, nicer than a shack, but it's definitely, like...
0: just, like, an open, tropical building.
1: yeah, and then, uh, it's like a convenience store or something downstairs. On the bottom,
0: like, a mechanic convenience store, bar, fixer-upper...
1: Yeah, and Joey's got his new Wiley, which is this little this little boy yeah. who he's given like Wiley's cap to and he's running errands and it,
0: taking phone calls where people think that they're only gonna get paid four dollars a day. Yeah, he's day. like a
1: contractor down there yeah. or something, like <laughs> and,
0: uh, He's still making deals.
1: Yeah, he's, that's the point, he's still making he's deals. Still yeah, you were alluded to it, uh there was a uh he's on the phone and he says, uh, no, 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 you're gonna make four dollars a day, not four dollars a week. That's, whop, whop. A, that's supposed to be like, oh, wow, Joey, you're such a nice guy. Yeah, he's
0: doing great things in this world. <laughs> oh, I'll he's... have to look at the uh, fair hourly wage in Jamaica in 1993. Maybe, maybe that go- I'm
1: sure it goes more way than $4 a day does here, but it's still like, oh, let's
0: exploit the third world
1: now, Joey. <laughs> like, <laughs> and that's how it ends. Yeah. So, now that we're at the end, now that he's happily ever after in Jamaica, what's your opinion on the film?
0: I, I, I enjoyed it. Definitely thinking about it a little bit more. I, I like there are some great qualities to it, but it's still I can't wait till we get a little bit more of like a meteor, even more meteor Phillips and you know, role.
1: Did it deserve to be buried? Like did it deserve no, like, to be No, this should be like locked in the on like a,
0: like stars or encore you know, one of those. Yeah, like Encore three. Like. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> at, like, you know, 1.30 in the morning.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's totally worth that. It's not terrible enough where it's... I think we've seen worse films. Let's just put it this way. We've if, reviewed worse films on this podcast.
0: Yeah, if it was playing on cable and I saw, like, that guy, if I saw Richard Edson, or if I saw Phillips from your Hoffman, I would have, like, hit info and been like, huh, this movie. And then whether I watched it from the point that I found it on TV or looked again to see, like, when it was playing, like, I would watch it. So, yeah,
1: it's not yeah. that bad. Again, it's not great. We're not saying that, but it's it's not that bad. It's 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 like a middle of the road '90s film. I guess it just wasn't what they wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, and, and we men- I mentioned it before that the film that kind of achieves this, this like behind the scenes agent stuff, is Jerry Maguire.
0: Ah, another '90s agent
1: film. Much better director, Cameron yeah. Crow. Cameron Crow, not Steven my not Star. my favorite Cameron Crow film. No, no, no! I understand. But we are
0: it, going to have a Cameron Crowe film in our podcast. Of
1: course, almost famous, though. I mean, I I love Jerry Maguire because, like, you know, I'm a sports guy. It, it, it's, a, I it's like one the of the most films. Yeah, and the quotes. That's what I was gonna say the quotes. And I guess Tom Cruise is probably better than Richard Edson. It's a it, it, Jerry Maguire has a flow to it. Jerry Maguire right. has a snap to it.
0: Tom Cruise better than Richard Edson. And we're saying you're saying that as an actor.
1: Yeah. As so, what? Not I don't know Tom Cruise. I mean I don't know Richard Edson's personal life. But.
0: No, no. But you're saying no. But you're saying as their performance yeah. as an actor. Okay. I think it would also be safe to say that Jerry Maguire better agent than Joey Breaker. Ah. But I'm gonna. You know, we don't get to see him do his magic. Really begin his career as an agent. I'm going to think that Philip Seymour Hoffman's character, Wiley, Wiley McCall, Wiley McCall, better than Jerry Maguire.
1: Would you, uh, probably, but probably, he probably wouldn't be better than Jay. I Mo- trust He probably Wiley. wouldn't be better than Jay Moore's character, Bob Sugar. Sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> no, Agent Moore's. I, I, I,
0: tru- I trust Philip Seymour Hoffman more. You know, Tom Cruise jo- or Jerry Maguire just has that, like, <laughs> You know, like that, just like.
1: Yeah, but he has a mission statement. Yeah. Um, but but in all seriousness, NASA? In all seriousness, I'll ask you this question though: Would you rather see Wiley McCall than Joey Breaker as a film?
0: Yes. From... I mean, I love the. I do like the name Joey Breaker more than Wiley McCall. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's true. Um, do you think that Philip Seymour Hoffman? I mean, he might have been too young at this point, but do you think that he could have taken the lead in this film? And would it have been better?
0: Yeah, I think it uh, maybe. He would have had to have played not as an established of an agent like Joey's def- definitely been yeah, doing this so for Yeah, so it while. definitely would have been different.
1: It, you know, it would have been the Wiley McCall story. So yeah. it would have been more like this is this sequel. So with with that being said, do you what would you improve with this film
0: then? Uh, definitely. Is it a
1: pace thing? Is it a timing thing? Is it a?
0: It's fleshing out, the characters weren't fleshed out as much as they should be. Yeah, and it's also, it's not that interesting. Yeah, so I guess, well they have, but they have a lot of, they have some conflict, and they have a pretty, like, progressive, like, story and stuff like that going on. Is that
1: really 100% what you're looking for in a comedy
0: no, but through conflict, you get comedy.
1: No, 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 I know the conflict, yes, but the progressive storyline, like, maybe they did try to handle too much, but that's also, honestly, it doesn't feel like that either.
0: I think it comes down to director then and just really giving their actors inspiration and making them feel the scene a bit more. And then through that, I don't know. <laughs> just, you know, some some not every movie's supposed to be great.
1: Fair, that's fair. So, I mean, on that note, Next week, we do have another Joey, actually.
0: We have our first guest. Yes. Joey Lewandowski. The godfather himself. The godfather <laughs> of Cage Club. Yes,
1: the co-founder of our network, Cage Club. Yes. Definitely looking forward to that, and our, the film will be?
0: My Boyfriend's Back.
1: My Boyfriend's Back. I have a film I haven't seen, had have you seen it.
0: I think I've seen parts, like, you know, like, you know, WB-11 would be, like, play, like, Saturday late yeah. morning, afternoon movies. Yeah. But I'm looking for I'm looking forward to it. And I'm very intrigued to hear from Joey why this was, we're talking this guy, he kind of had a pick.
1: Yeah, he, he, we let him pick whatever movie we he wanted to gave him and Mike a pick. Mike Manzi, the other co-founder. Yes. Um, and this is the, I mean, that's the one he chose, and really looking forward to it. Mm-hmm tune in next week and uh definitely thanks for listening
0: we wish you guys could see this movie hey you know what? if you really want to see this movie contact me on Facebook I will hand deliver you this VHS <laughs> tape we'll grab a cup with Joe and talk about Joey Breaker
1: yeah or you know they they can come over to your house because they might not have the VCR either
0: yeah that's true <laughs> you can either come over to my house or I'll bring a VCR with
1: you true me. you can just Pack I think that VCR. I have a
0: TV with a built-in VCR. Nice, those are cool. Those are cool. It's like <laughs> a little, like 14-inch. <laughs> but uh, besides that, please, 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 go on to our Facebook, like us. Go on to Cage Club's Facebook page. Go on to cageclub.me and listen to it there, or subscribe. Yes, definitely subscribe on iTunes. On iTunes. Give us
1: a rating. That helps the algorithm. Yeah. We want to be seen and.
0: Uh, we want to be seen. We want to be heard. We want well, yeah. you to. We want to be heard. I should say that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we no. And we want you guys to enjoy, be entertained by us, and hopefully you'll go out. And this is a hard one, but hopefully you'll go out and you'll watch these movies because that's what that's what we love. We love people watching. Watch these
1: movies. movies. Watch them with a friend. Tell a friend about us.
0: Thanks so much, everybody. See ya. See you next week. <laughs>